Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, all busy moms and others that are listening. This is Harriet, and I will be your reader today, this Sunday, the 12th of November or the 28th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. This new week, we are in a new parasha, and it's called Toldot, which means generations. And the scripture reading from the Torah today will be Genesis, or Baoshit, chapter 25, verse 19, through chapter 26 and verse 5. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's thank the Lord and bless Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start with Genesis 25. Now these are the genealogies of Yitzchak, Abraham's son. Abraham fathered Yitzchak. Yitzchak was 40 years old when he took for himself Rivka, the daughter of Betuel, the Aramean, from Padan Aram, the sister of Lavan, the Aramean, to be his wife. Yitzchak prayed, to the Lord on behalf of his wife, because she was barren. The Lord answered his plea, and his wife Rivka became pregnant. But the children struggled with one another inside her, and she said, If it's like this, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord. The Lord told her, Two nations are in your womb and two peoples from your body will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other people, but the older will serve the younger. When her time came to give birth, indeed, there were twins in her womb. Now the first came out reddish, all of him was like a fur coat, and they named him Esav. Afterward his brother came out with his hand holding onto Esav's heel, so he was named Yaakov. Yitzchak was sixty years old when he fathered them. When the boys grew up, Esav became a man knowledgeable in hunting, an outdoors man, while Yaakov was a mild man, remaining intense. Now Yitzchak loved Esav because he had a taste for wild game, 
Patrivka loved Yaakov. Now, Yaakov cooked a stew. When Esav came in from the field, he was exhausted. So Esav said to Yaakov, Please feed me some of this really red stuff, because I am exhausted. That is why he is called Edom. So Yaakov said, Sell your birthright to me today. Esav said, Look, I am about to die. Of whatever use is this to me, a birthright? Yaakov said, Make a pledge to me now. So he made a pledge to him and sold his birthright to Yaakov. Then Yaakov gave Esav bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank, then got up and left. So Esav despised his birthright. Now there was a famine in the land, aside from the previous famine that happened in Avraham's days. So Yitzchak went to King Avimelech of the Philistines to Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Mitzrayim. Dwell in the land about which I tell you. Live as an outsider in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and to your seed I give all these lands, and I will confirm my pledge that I swore to Abraham your father. I will multiply your seed like the stars of the sky, and I will give your seed all these lands. And in your seed all the nations of the earth will continually be blessed. Because Abraham listened to my voice and kept my charge, my mitzvot, my decrees, and my instructions. That was Genesis twenty-five nineteen through 26, 5. Now our portion from the prophets will be the book of Judges or Shoftim, chapter 9. Now Avimelech, son of Yerubal, went to Shechem, to his mother's brothers, and spoke to them and the whole clan of his mother's father's household, saying, Speak now in the ears of all the leaders of Shechem. Which is better for you that seventy men, all the sons of Yerubal, rule over you, or that a single man rules over you? Remember also that I am your flesh and bone. When his mother's brothers discussed all these words of his in the ears of all Shechem's leaders, their hearts inclined to follow Avimelech, for they said, He is our brother. So they gave him seventy pieces of silver from the temple of Baal Berit. Avimelech then hired idle and reckless fellows who followed him. Then he went to his father's house at Ofra and slew his brothers, the sons of Yeruval, seventy men, on top of one stone. But Yotam, the youngest son of Yeruval, survived, for he hid himself. Then all the leaders of Shechem and all Bet Milo assembled themselves together, and went and made Avimelech king at the turbant of the pillar that was in Shechem. Now when they told Yotam, he went and stood on the top of Mount Gerizim, lifted up his voice, called out and said to them, Listen to me, O lords of Shechem, that God may listen to you. Once the trees set out to anoint a king over them, so they said to the olive tree, Reign over us. 
But the olive tree said to them, Should I stop yielding my oil that honors God and man and go wave over the trees? Then the tree said to the fig tree, You come and reign over us. But the fig tree said to them, Should I stop yielding my sweetness and my delicious fruit and go wave over the trees? So the tree said to the vine, You come and reign over us. But the vine said to them, Should I stop yielding my new wine, which cheers God and man, and go wave over the trees? Then all the trees said to the bramble, You come and reign over us. And the bramble said to the trees, If you truly are going to anoint me king over you, then come and take refuge in my shadow. But if not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. So now, if you have acted in truth and integrity by making Avimelech king, and if you have dealt kindly with Yerovaal and his household, and have done for him as he deserved, for my father fought for you and risked his life and delivered you from the hand of Midian, but you have risen up against my father's household today and have slain his sons, seventy men on one stone, and have made Avimelech, son of his maidservant, king over the lords of Shechem, just because he is your brother. If you then have dealt in truth and integrity with Yerovaal and, and with his household today, then rejoice in Avimelech and let him also rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come out from Avimelech and devour the lords of Shechem and Bethmilo. And let fire come out from the lords of Shechem and from Bethmilo and devour Avimelech. Then Yotam ran away and fled and went to Be'er and remained there because of his brother Avimelech. After Avimelech had ruled over Israel for three years, God sent an evil spirit between Avimelech and the lords of Shechem. So the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Avimelech in order that the violence done to Yerovaal's seventy sons might come due, so their blood might be laid on their brother Avimelech who slew them, and on the lords of Shechem who strengthened his hands to slay his brothers. So the lords of Shechem set up ambushers on the tops of the mountains, and they robbed everyone who passed by them along that road. So it was reported to Avimelech. Now Gaal, son of Eved, had come with his relatives and moved to Shechem. And the lords of Shechem put their trust in him. When they went out into the field, they gathered grapes of their vineyards, trod them, and had a party. Then they went into the house of their god, ate and drank, and cursed Avimelech. Then Gaal, son of Eved, said, Who is Avimelech? And who is Shem, that we should serve him? Isn't he the son of Yerovaal? Isn't Zebul his deputy? Deputy, serve the men of Hamor, the father of Shem. But why should we serve him? Now, if this people were under my hand, then I would get rid of Avimelech. So he said to Avimelech, Muster your army and come out. When Zebul, the governor of the city, heard the words of Gaal, son of Eved, his anger burnt. 
So he sent messengers to Avimelech in deceit, saying, Watch out, Gaal son of Eved, and his relatives have moved to Shechem, and look, they are inciting the city against you. So now, arise by night, you and the people who are with you, and lie in wait in the field. So it will be in the morning, as soon as the sun is up, you will rise early and advance on the city, and behold, when he and the people who are with you come out against you, I'm sorry, when he and the people who are with him come out against you, then you should do to them whatever your hand finds. So Avimelech and all the people who were with him rose up by night and lay in wait against Shem in four columns. Now Gaal, son of Eved, went out and stood at the entrance of the city gate. Then Avimelech and the people who were with him emerged from the ambush. When Gaal saw the people, he said to Sivul, Look, people are coming down from the tops on the mountains. But Sivul said to him, You're seeing the shadow of the mountains as if they were men. Then Gaal spoke up again and said, Look, people are coming down from the middle of the land, and one column is coming down by the road of the diviner's oak. Then Svul said to him, Where is your mouth now? With it you said, Who is Avimelech that we should serve him? Isn't this the people that you have trashed? Now go out and fight him. So Gaal went out ahead of the lords of Shechem and fought with Avimelech. But Avimelech chased him, and he fled before him, and many fell wounded up to the entrance of the gate. While Avimelech stayed in Aoma, Zvul drove Gaal and his relatives out so they could not stay in Shechem. Now it came to pass the next day that the people went out into the field, and it was reported to Avimelech. So he took his people, divided them in three columns, and lay in ambush in the field. When he looked and saw the people were coming out of the city, he pounced on them and struck them down. Then Avimelech and the column that was with him rushed forward and stood at the entrance of the city gate, and the other two columns rushed on all who were in the open field and struck them down. So Avimelech fought against the city all that day, captured the city, and killed the people that were in it. Then he raised the city and sowed it with salt. Now when all the lords of Shechem's tower heard about it, they went in to the vault of the temple of Elberet. When Avimelech was told that all the lords of Shechem's tower had gathered there, he and all the people with him went up to Mount Zalmon. Then Avimelech took an axe in his hand and cut down a branch from the trees and lifted it up and laid it on his shoulder. Then he said to the people that were with him, What you seen me do, hurry and do likewise. So all the people likewise each cut down his branch and followed Avimelech. He laid them against the vault and set the vault on fire over them. So all the people of Shechem's tower also died, about a thousand men and women. Then Avimelech went to Tebetz, camped against Tebetz, and captured it. But there was a strong tower in the center of the city, 
and all the men and women with all the city leaders fled there and shut themselves in and went up to the roof of the tower. So Avimelech came to the tower and fought against it and approached the door of the tower to burn it with fire. But a certain woman threw an upper millstone on Avimelech's head and crushed his skull. Then he called quickly to the young man, his armor-bearer, and said to him, Draw your sword and kill me, lest they say of me, A woman slew him. So his young man thrust him through, and he died. So when the men of Israel saw that Avimelech was dead, they each departed to his place. Thus God repaid the wickedness of Avimelech, what he had done to his father by slaying his seventy brothers. Also all the wickedness of the men of Shechem, God requited on their heads. Thus on them came the curse of Yotam, son of Yerubbaal. That was Judges chapter 9. Now we have come to our writings, and we will read Psalm or Talim 32. Of David, a contemplative song. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is pardoned. Blessed is the one whose guilt the Lord does not count, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones became brittle through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was drained as in the droughts of summer, Scylla. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not hide my iniquity. I said, I confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin, Scylla. So let everyone who is godly pray to you in a time when you may be found. When great floodwaters rise, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from distress. You surround me with songs of deliverance. Silla. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will give you counsel. My eye is on you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, and must be held in with bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but loving-kindness surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all who are upright in heart. That was Psalm 32. And now our final portion today from the Apostolic Writings. We will read Matthew or Matityahu chapter 25. Verse 1 through verse 23. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish ones took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise ones took oil in jars along with their lamps. Now, while the bridegroom was taking a long time, they all got drowsy and started falling asleep. But in the middle of the night there was a shout, Look, the bridegroom, 
come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. Now the foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, since our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, there won't be enough for us and for you. Instead, go to those who sell and buy some for yourselves. But while they were going off to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast, and the door was shut. Now later the other virgins came, saying, Sir, sir, open up for us. But he replied, Amen, I tell you, I do not know you. Therefore stay alert, for you know neither the day nor the hour. For it is like a man about to go on a journey. He called his own servants and handed over his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability. Then he went on his journey. Immediately the one who had received the five talents went and traded with them and gained five more. In the same way, the one with two gained two more. But the one who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The one who had received the five talents came up and brought another five talents, saying, Master, you handed me five talents. Look, I've gained five more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a little, so I'll put you in charge of much. Enter into your master's joy. The one who had received the two talents also came up and said, Master, you handed me two talents. Look, I've gained two more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a little, so I'll put you in charge of much. Enter into your master's joy. That was Matthew 25, 1 through 23. And that concludes our reading for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read Romans chapter 9 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And I pray that the Word of God will be uh, your guidance and your wisdom and your strength today. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.